Welcome to Yip Snip. This is Tammy. And this is Mary. Yip. Yip. This week's topic is solos. Oh Solo. no. How low can you go? How low can you go? <laughs> Solo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tangent already. 30 I seconds know. in. It's got to be a record. <laughs> so solos i asked a bazillion questions about solos because that's what i do when i post to- topics you'll know it's a topic for yip snip when i say topic this and then i ask 500 questions so <laughs> please furnish us with something to talk about thanks yep. exactly so i'm going to ask you mary mm-hmm. uh about solos do you choreograph your solo or do you improvise your solos i think i um take the road that uh, that a lot of people that i have talked to take and that is sort of structured solos I do kind of a structured solo unless I'm totally unprepared in which case I just totally wing it but for the most part (laughs) uh don't tell anyone that I'm not prepared but sometimes it happens for the most part you know I'll listen to the song I'm going to use about a bazillion times and dance to it about a bazillion times and you kind of find the parts where you want to hit and you kind of decide okay there I'm going to always do like a you know chest pop pencil turn really fast or something like that I mean, for the rest of it, you kind of go, here's my slinky section, here's my locky section, here I want to kind of look over my shoulder, that kind of thing. So a little bit of structure, but but, um, but very much within an improvisational kind of form. I would say I do the same thing. Oh my gosh, we're like twins. <laughs> or like everybody else. Uh, <laughs> you know, the parts where I want to go sit on somebody's lap, or I want to... <laughs> This is the part I go flirt with someone who's not my husband. This is the part where like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you decide on your music? Oh, you know, it just has to like really make you want to move. I mean, there's a lot of good music out there. And there's a lot of good music that I drill to, but that I don't feel that I love enough to really to perform to. You know, it really has to really just settle in your bones, kind of. Don't know a better way to say it. Do you find that you like tend to look for music if you know you have a solo coming up and you want to change up because you've been dancing the same song or whatever? Do you find that you like just go through your iPod or you go through Spotify or whatever and try and find music? Or does it typically happen where you hear a song and you're like, I have got to dance to that song? It more often happens when I just randomly hear it somewhere like Lacey will play it in class or um, I'll be listening to one of the radio mixes on Spotify, which incidentally are really not as good as Pandora, uh, which is too bad because I like Spotify better than Pandora for many other reasons. But um, so that, it usually happens when I'm not looking for it. When I am looking for it, I feel like it's not that I don't hear great music when I'm looking for it. It's just that when I'm looking for something, you're like you have that sort of low level stress where, exactly you, what where you don't yeah. just like relax and kind of groove. You're just like, uh, 20 seconds. That's not going to work. <laughs> Next song, you know? No. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I like com- self-defeating. I completely understand where you're coming from. Which is why like the last four times I've done a soul, it's been like the same freaking song. I'm like, nothing else is speaking to my soul. I'm just going to do this <laughs> version of Lights by Bass Nectar again. You look beautiful doing it though. I love that song. And how about costuming? Black. Always. Always like, black. Like my soul. <laughs> so, makes me look like I'm a size six. So I, just <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Usually pants. I'm not. I mean, I'm generally not a skirts girl in general. So 
it's like really rare that I'd wear a skirt when I was doing um, more Egyptian cab and we'd have like routines where you had to wear a skirt. I hated it. I was like, oh, I hate spinning. You know, I just, I really like pants. So I'm kind of a pants girl. Other than that, I don't really have a, and I like cute little vests because I don't like my back fat. There, I said it. But vests are adorable anyway. They are adorable. And arms can be such an issue. I like to have a little bit of arm coverage if I can. But generally, vests, I just like vests. I don't, I feel a little bit too naked in just a bra. And I've done routines in just a bra before. And but nothing else. No, that's it. <laughs> just a bra and some baby powder. That's it. <laughs> Whoa. We are learning a lot about Mary today. Can I take a side note? Total random trip. I was trolling Etsy the other day for costuming ideas. And I ran across this one. It was like burlesque top but someone had just taken a bra and cut two pieces out of the side of the cup so you could see the nipple and then it put tape on her mannequin <laughs> oh i was like sad. i can do that for myself and i don't have to pay you however much money <laughs> buy my kmart bra <laughs> and be good to go thank you very much anyway moving on no um so i guess you know I've, you know, I've done in just a bra, nothing else on top, but you, but the, the only times that I've really used nothing else, like no, like, um, no, like tights or no, you know, any kind of extra vesty thing has been with a group. I don't know if I, I think I'd feel like really naked if it was a solo and just a bra top. But if yeah. I had like Michelle Obama arms, I'd probably totally rock it. <laughs> I'd rock a lot of things. Oh, yeah, because you're keeping sexy around every year, Tammy. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake can't do it every year, so <laughs> I will take up the slack. So what about you? What do you dance in? Um, I mean, I know because I dance with you, but, I mean, <laughs> but, but our listeners might Well, not. the, the uh, few times that I've performed a solo really like we've kind of done group numbers around mm-hmm. it so it's whatever costuming I'm already wearing but even when um we're performing improvised pieces when I think of costuming I mean ha- you know I have basic kind of like yoga style pants that are wide at the bottom you know that are comfy um I love pantaloons love them because they're so comfy they are and it's, i and they kind of like flare out a bit when you spin and that it's just it's cute i like it and um unlike you i love a big skirt oh my gosh i love a big skirt <laughs> you know i it's not that i don't love a big skirt it just does nothing for my my shape at all yeah it's just like i have pretty i'm pretty hippie already <laughs> so when you add a big skirt it's like lacy looks amazing in big skirts because she's got very slender hips so the extra bulk looks awesome on her but i've already got pretty hippie hips so like it's like oh my rear end just looks oh my god like 20 pounds bigger <laughs> i'm gonna kill myself i don't know i think it was that last purple skirt that i bought that i'm just like this skirt is gorgeous it's really I pretty it. and i just love that color um and then yeah up top i definitely i love a choli and a bra like a three-quarter length sleeve choli i, think I do love a, a quarter length um yeah because i can't i've seen the girls that dance in the full um length full sleeve length trolleys well said yeah i'm great <laughs> um 
I just can't imagine wearing a full sleeve. Maybe it's because we live in Florida, like, and I just can't even. I know. Even... I just get overheated just thinking yeah. about it. But the short <laughs> sleeve are cute, but the three-quarter, like, do it for me. I'm like, I love yeah. it. I love it. I do love the cold shoulder trolley. I think oh, those are yeah, super I cute. Those. I so cute. Now I just want costuming. Okay, back to soloing. All right. Uh, so when you perform your solo, do you try and tell a story? Has there been an event where you wanted to kind of do a story versus just dancing or... I um I am really intimidated by um by storytelling dancing. I mean, I think it takes a certain level of vulnerability that makes me very nervous. Um, and so that's something that I've been working on. But in general, generally, I haven't really done anything walking in where I'm telling a story. Now, I'll go in with kind of a mindset or an emotion or a character, but I I won't full on dive into a here's my story, read my mind, the anguish of my blah, 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 that kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? But like, I'll have like a sort of mindset and kind of character in my head so that I kind of know what like emotional, you know, mood I'm in. Yeah. But, um, but other than that, no. Like, do you, do you do stories? I wish. I so want to do a story, but I've not found... Well, one, a story I want to tell, like that there's like <laughs> something that I want to share. But like I, I want to find something and I want to find like the perfect song like for this story. You know what I've I've noticed lately? Um, if you guys don't know, then you probably haven't been listening to us at all. Um, I like a lot of TV. So <laughs> and I like a lot of movies. Exactly. I don't know how we're friends. <laughs> exactly. So different. So, but TV, um, well, nowadays, a lot of TV doesn't have um, a lot of theme music. Like, back in the day, like, theme songs were big for yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. And now, like, some shows, it's just like, dink, and then the title, and then you're into the show. See, I like um, that, though, because I'm like, like, I like Fringe. I used to watch Fringe all the time, and I liked it to be like, whoa, Fringe. Yeah. <laughs> or no, no, not Fringe. Fringe the one. It was... Uh, um, Lost did it. It was Lost. Life. It was Life, the short-lived TV show Life, which was really awesome. It'd be like, whoa, sunset, life, done. Moving on. <laughs> I like that. I like it, but when there is an actual theme song, and it doesn't have to be, like, lyrical. It doesn't have to, <laughs> or, or, sorry, have lyrics. It doesn't have to, like, they don't have to tell me, you know, here's a story of a man named Brady. But <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have to be all like that. But, like, the theme song to Dexter is yeah like when you hear it you know it and I feel like if I could capture a theme song of then I would be able to tell that story and it might be based on the show or whatever but um they're just so short that's the problem with these theme songs so I mean I've danced to like the angel theme song before Mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun but I didn't try and tell a story the song itself was just awesome but you know theme songs for whatever reason really draw me in there was Um, a what was that um Mr. Brooks. Mr. Brooks. I know we had that theme song actually on the podcast before because I really liked it. And it's really short, but it's great and it's super spooky. That's the movie one about um, like William Hurt is the alter ego of Kevin, Kevin Robin Hood. Kevin Robin Hood. Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. Yes. Yes. Kevin Costner um, has this alter ego and like he's a serial killer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they have a really, really creepy theme song. Like, that's really cool. And I wish that that had been longer. Yeah, that's the only problem. Because there are a lot of... There are a lot of theme songs uh, that I really want to dance to. Um, Anyway... (laughs) 
do you like to dance with a prop or no prop? I like zills, although zills I think are more the, an instrument than a prop. Correct, yeah. Um, I keep meaning to practice with my fan veils because I love fan veils. We would be veils. so cool if we practiced their fan veils. I know, veils. right? And I keep like vaguely thinking to myself that I'd love to learn um, veil poi, but not like the two poi, like the like the three yard veil, yeah, like single poi. Yes, that thing. Uh, but I've been telling myself I'm going to learn it for like three years now and I haven't made any significant steps in that direction. I haven't seen a whole lot of classes like the fan veil. I mean, we have an in, <laughs> we have Carol, we could always go mm-hmm. to and, and see, but I don't yeah. know a lot of people that do the, the veil. Well, I mean, let's be honest. You have a three yard veil on a thing you're flinging around. You're going to need a really big space to start with. Well, yeah, <laughs> but it'd be helpful to have someone kind of show you like, okay, look, don't do this because you'll end up throwing it around your neck and choking yourself. So I hate that. safety. Um, you know? I had somebody to tell me that there was like a, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a DVD out there somewhere. <laughs> there's somewhere there's gotta be. But yeah, I'm, and I'd like to use my sword more. Me too. Maybe. Does Bethany? Bethany has a sword. Yeah, we all have swords. I think we all have right, like the well, same, same sword. We're so we're, awesome. We're in a troop together before we were in a troop together. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a special move that you like to like pull out? Oh, so my favorite move, and I think actually, I think the first time I did this move was like at a Marty Love workshop at the now defunct Spirit of the Tribes, like. I don't know, six years ago or something, like a million years ago. And it's like the Maya yank. You like, oh, you, you do, know, do that. <laughs> you know, you like do a big Maya to the side and it kind of yanks the rest of your body around. I love that move. Freaking love it. It's my fave. Like, hands down. What about you? <laughs> what about you, Terry? excited. You oh, God, I love that move so much. I knew exactly what it was. I didn't have to think about it at all. Yeah, I know. And you look so cute doing it. Like, it works on you perfect. Perfect. Um, I don't think I have a move. I really, really try and work on my flutters. It's not happening yet. But I like I feel it. I can feel it. I just can't see it. It needs to get bigger. So, well, you know, for the longest, I couldn't even feel them. So, you know, I progressed. But uh, <laughs> I was like, I feel like they sh- it should be moving. And then now I'm to the point where like I'll, I practice them in the shower. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so you were gonna slip and die. You shouldn't I, practice fl- flutters in the shower. <laughs> I'm standing still. If shower. anything, I'm trying to stand as still as humanly possible. <laughs> I'm not gonna slip and fall. <laughs> but um, so like, I don't know. A little bit ago, I felt them. I was like, oh my god, I did it! I totally did it! And then um, you I were so excited. You jumped up and down in the shower. No, and almost broke your leg. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. What I did is I came out of the shower, looked in the mirror, did it again, and I felt it, but I couldn't see a darn thing. So it was really disappointing. <laughs> but one day, I'd like that. I want to get as good as Carolina on my flutter. She's amazing. She's like crazy, oh. and she layers stuff on top of them. It's insane. It's because she's a robot. She might be. She might be. I mean, yeah. I've met her a couple times, but you never know. <laughs> I never knew robots <laughs> drank so much wine. <laughs> It's how they it's how they look like they're fitting in with humans. <laughs> That's how they power themselves up. <laughs> nice. So here's some feedback from our Facebook group. Mahin says, I always start with the music. If that music uh, doesn't talk to me, I wouldn't do a solo to it. I always do solos as improv, which doesn't mean I don't rehearse with it, but I don't set choreography. If I prop 
if a prop fits a piece of music to me, then that's one of the vibes I give off. I get off the music right away. From there, the costuming has to be workable and highlight the movement style. Circle skirts for spins, harem pants for floor work. Yes, very important. No sleeves for (laughs) palm flames, etc. If there's an ethnic regional factor to the music, of course, you have to figure that in as well. Most definitely. Sally says, all the above and all at once. (laughs) I pick music I can feel a story and emotion to. I can create whatever I want, and it's usually semi-choreographed. I feel the music as I dance it through. Wow. That sounds awesome. That sounds like she could just pick music and be like, bam, choreography done. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Wow, Sally. You're awesome. I know. It's pretty impressive. (laughs) Like, no joke. (laughs) This is my no joke face. It's serious. Lissa says, I also start with the music. A piece of music will call to me and usually a move or phrase of movement will pop into my head. Then I choreograph the spots that speak to me and improv the spaces in between. If the vision in my mind had a prop, I use it. If not, then I don't. Sometimes I'm thinking of a story. Other times I'm dancing the song story and other times it's just dance. Costuming gets decided last. I think I have only done one piece where the costume came first, and that was when I danced as the jackalope. That would be, yes, the time when the costuming would have to come first. (laughs) When you've got a set character like, I am dancing as this. As a jackalope. Yeah. Yeah, you have to have the (laughs) the costume first. Um, Rachel says, it depends on the show. If it is a traditional cabaret belly dance show, I pick music I love, wear my latest, greatest costume, homemade, just have fun, no props, and wow the crowd with my hip shimmies. But if it's a theme show, say a Halloween, I pick a theme character to go with, like belly dancing glamour zombies, nice, then find the right music, make an appropriate costume, still have fun, no props, and wow the crowd with shimmies. I like that she always has to wow the crowd with her shimmies. Hey, her shimmies must be that, amazing. That must be her favorite move. Exactly. And why wouldn't it be? It's pretty fun. Always <laughs> improvised with well-practiced phrases. Erica says, I always do improv because when I tried choreographing, my mind went completely blank when Isn't I went on stage. Truth? So I ended up improvising anyways. <laughs> with music, I try to have it. Middle Eastern inspired, but not something every other dancer uses. Costuming's pretty basic. Black top and pants with a few hip shawls and tribally jewelry. I don't really have a signature move unless you count spins. I do count spins. I totally count. <laughs> Carol would count spins. It's that's for sure. Reels. Solos are the only time they don't feel awkward for me. No props or stories. I like to keep it basic and fun. Well, thanks everybody for your feedback. That was... um. A lot of fun, and I'm I'm glad to hear that it's not like you know just you and I that are just like meh, kind of improvise, kind of listen a lot, kind of. It's rough. Yeah, uh, I. It'd be different if maybe I was in a group that did more choreographed stuff. Maybe choreography would be easier, but I can't imagine choreographing a solo. When I was um, in groups where it was all choreography, Corey. I didn't have a problem like it came down to choreographing something for the group like that wasn't too bad but when it came down to solo choreography it was like oh because as soon as you decided you were going to do something the next time you might feel the music a little bit different you're like oh I kind of like that better and then the other time you're like oh well I kind of feel this this day and it's just like so hard to lock yourself down and if it's just you you're like well why should I have to lock myself down why can't I be free I want to just be free yeah 
Well, I don't have an online article for you guys, but I do have a book I'm going to uh, recommend. Uh, it's called The Choreographer's Notebook Standard Edition, and it's written by Julia R. Zay, a.k.a. Spoon. Some of you guys might know her as. Um, this book was written, I think, in 2010. And uh, so a couple years ago. This is more for someone who definitely choreographs their pieces. Um, so even if you have a, a group piece, you know, this might be something that's good for you. And it's more designed for someone who wants to actually uh, copyright their choreography. So I would suggest, you know, if you have big stage numbers, that kind of stuff that um, you're going to be performing to the public in the public eye, uh, <laughs> and you don't want someone taking your choreography, then you can have it copyrighted. And what this book is doing is it's actually gone through and made um, notations that you should have specifically for copyrightable. Is that a word? Copyrightable? Copyrightable. Able to be copyrighted. Copyrighted in. Copywritten. <laughs> copyrighted. Exactly. What she said. <laughs> If you want your choreography copyrighted, <laughs> copyright, <laughs> then this is the book for you. Um, for me, I got it. It's really interesting. Like I, I've gotten a lot from it, but at the same time, since I don't actually choreograph my pieces, I haven't physically used it. But she's, uh, you know, I, you know, so I'm going to be honest with you guys. But for someone who is really into choreographing their numbers and wants to go that route, this book is excellent and she's got mo you know most of the book is actually just note paper on and the standard sheets to write out your choreography so that's really cool too because it seems like there's specific ways you have to put it out there and this is already done for you so it's nice so that's what I'm recommending this time around it's a good recommendation Tammy thanks anything else you'd like to talk about with solos Mary no, I just want to wish all of you good luck. And if you find any awesome music, uh, let us know about it so I can totally steal it from you and pretend I found it first. <laughs> she does that, you know. <laughs> I do. Well, and I don't have anything else either. Well, this has been another great Yip Snip, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> so for Yip Podcast, this has been Mary. And this is Tammy. Yip! You can visit our show notes at www.yippodcast.com. Find us on Facebook by searching Yip Podcast and on Tribe at tribes.tribe.net slash yippodcast. While you're there, you can join our mailing list. You can also contact us at email at yippodcast.com and you can leave us a message on Skype as Yip Podcast or call us at 321-441-3933.